0: and welcome to the pilot episode of Trending Topics Du Jour. I can't believe this is happening. Guys, this has been in the works for a long while now and I kept procrastinating putting it off until one day I was like, you know what, let's do this and uh, here I am. You guys have no idea how excited I am to be doing this. It is my dream come true and we're going to talk about anything and everything going on uh, be it viral news, bizarre news, pop culture, these celebrities and the shenanigans, honey, and politics. Um, and especially politics because it does affect our day to day lives. Um, and pretty much anything else that calls for my unsolicited opinion. I am more than open to taking your feedback as well. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but I'm sure most of you don't know me. My name is Takwondwa, but you can call me Tak as in T-A-K. I am African Malawian to be precise. I was born and raised in Malawi. Malawi is in the Southern part of Africa. It is a beautiful country, super duper amazing. And it's also called the warm heart of Africa. I currently live in Vancouver, British Columbia, and I have been here for 15 years. I come from a radio background, I worked as a radio personality for six years once upon a time, and I guess this is a full circle moment. I am back to my roots, the prodigal child returns, let's get started. topic today social media the complicated complications um, of social media just a quick story here so I was on the phone with Mama Jean the other day side note Mama Jean is my mama so every time I say Mama Jean just know that I'm talking about my mama so I was on the phone with her the other day and I was like ma everybody seems to be doing fine everybody seems to be doing great everybody seems to be successful and everybody seems to have an amazing life everybody's doing amazing apart from me what's what's wrong with me and mama jin said okay what's wrong with you and i was like exactly ma what's wrong with me now let's pause for a second here because whenever mama Jean answers or responds to a question with a question you just know that she's going to drop some gems or some wisdom And so she was like, okay, what's wrong with you? I was like, ma, exactly what I'm saying. What's wrong with me? Like, how is it that everybody's doing fine? Everybody has their shit together. And then there is me, like I have no direction in life. I am just winging it, taking it by the day, going with the flow. What is wrong with me? And then my machine says, who is everybody? Everybody and i was like ma everybody everyone that i see and then she goes where are you seeing these people and i was like everywhere ma in person in real life on social media and everything and then mama jen said are you everybody who is everybody like are you everybody i was like no and then (laughs) and then she goes okay first of all it's not possible for you to know and see everybody so Logically, that doesn't even make sense. It's not possible. And why are you so worried about other people? Why are you worried about everybody? I was like, well, it's because I see everybody, and everybody's happy and fine, and I'm really, really just no, I'm not doing well. You know, guys, I was just venting to my mama, but then, (laughs) guys, (laughs) my (laughs) mama. Guys, Mama didn't read me to threads. She told me to pieces. Hi. She goes, well, um, I don't know what's going on with you, but why are you worried about other people? Why are you worried about other people? I was like, well, because it's right in my face. And then she dug in. She goes, well, first of all, you need to mind your own business, okay? You need to mind your own business. Stop worrying about other people. Why are you stock taking and constantly surveying people's happiness? <laughs> My mama said, why are you con- <laughs> Why are you constantly surveying other people's happiness? She was like, stop it. Stop thinking about other people's happiness and joy and do you mind your own business? I risk you better. What is wrong with you? And then I was like, ma, it's because it's in my face all the time. I go to work. Everybody's happy. I go in transit. Everybody's happy. I go shopping. Everybody's happy. I go on social media. Everybody is happy. Oh, my God. Everybody's happy on social media. And everybody has their shit together. And then my mom was like, okay, um, I don't know what you're looking at. But do you know? that there are people who look at you and they're like, oh my God, she has it together. She seems so happy. She seems she's doing amazing. She seems successful. She is doing great things. And I was like, ma, no, I don't think so. She was like, yeah. But because you're always looking at other people, you're only selective in terms of what you see in other people, right? When you're looking at other people, you have selective vision. So obviously it's even worse because now people are not going to show you that they're breaking anyway or that they're broken. Um, People will only show you a little bit of what they want to see, like just a snippet, a standstill. It's like a photo, right? And then she says, look at the world as if it's a stage. It's like a world stage. Everything that you look at and everything that you deal with, everything that you see, I want you to look at it as if it's a performance because to an extent, that's what an extent. um, That's what it really is, a performance. So every time, like, let's say you're on the train and then you see somebody. That doesn't say anything or it doesn't mean anything. It's just in that moment. And especially with this, your social media. So my mom calls social media hashtag. That's it. We're not gonna talk about that. That's a long story. But then she goes <laughs> she goes, especially with these hashtags, it's it's very easy to be deceived or to think that people are doing well when actually maybe the opposite. Right? People only show you a little bit of what they want you to see, and they won't show you what they don't want you to see, and they'll show you just a snippet. Of what they want to portray. And then I was like, okay, well, but then all these people cannot be unhappy. Guys, I was just ranting and venting to, um, <laughs> to my mama at this point. And then she goes, you know, I don't think that you should be looking outside. Like at other people and what other people are doing. This is something that you need to do internally within you. You need to find a way to be satisfied with the life that you have or make changes so that um, whatever it is that you're looking for, you're able to find it, right? Find a way to change your circumstances. So let's say if you're unhappy because you're not getting enough money, just that's just an example. If you're unhappy because you don't have enough money, then find a way to make more money. Either go get a second job or a third job, um, start a business, um, or if you're unhappy academically, then do something that's going to improve your circumstances so that um, you achieve what it is that you, what you want, what it is that you're, um, what you're looking for. And um, guys, after that conversation, it really got me to thinking, you know, With where the technology is right now, we have access to a lot of things so easily. And it's very easy to get lost in the fluff um, and to get lost in um, in the noise. And technology has advanced beyond our mental imagination. With where technology is right now, we can literally do anything on the phone right? Uh, We have access to a lot of things so easily. And this is so different um, from the time that I was growing up. It's different, really. Um, Just a side note, guys, I am an OG millennial. I was born in the early 80s. And when I was growing up, um, we didn't have, well, I didn't have a cell phone. I never learned how to use a computer in school up until I got my first job at the radio station and I learned how to use the computer um on the job and I was 17 years old then um after that I saved up for a cell phone and I remember the first phone that I got um it was a Nokia 5110 and it was like this big black bulky basic phone um it had buttons on it it was amazing but that thing didn't have, um, it didn't have a memory at all. The call log on that phone could only keep eight, I think it was eight dialed calls or five dialed calls and five received and five missed uh, missed calls. I'm not sure. And um, every time it turned off, when it restarted, you had to reset everything, the date, the clock and whatnot. Um, the call register was deleted. So that's how OG millennial I am. Now, I'm saying all that to say this, I didn't grow up with a lot of technology or cell phones or anything like that. And I cannot imagine having to go through a teenage phase with the access of um, social media and technology that we have right now. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, teenage years are already stressful and hectic as it is your hormones are all over the place your little boyfriend or girlfriend i don't know you're 15 your little boyfriend is 15 or vice versa and you have your little drama your little friends your little clique that's already stressful by itself being a teenager is oh my god it's hectic really really hectic now imagine going through that but magnified in front of the whole world. Because to me, that's what social media is, right? Every time you post something, every time you click on something, you like something, you comment, even if your page is private, every time you do anything or post anything on social media, it's for the whole world to see. And every time you post, you put yourself out there like, every time you do anything on social media that's for the world to see and most times you can't take it back so imagine that and then dealing with teenage um, drama and shenanigans but on the world stage oh my goodness i can't i can't even imagine and looking at it now as well, especially with how it is today, I, I personally think that uh, we have opened our mental gates and our souls and our brains to so many things, right? We have made our mind available to things that sometimes can be confusing and things that can affect our joy and peace so easily just by a click let me give you an example i don't know what you guys do or how you guys deal with your social media but i'm gonna talk about me the first thing i do when i open my eyes in the morning is i pick up my phone from my bedside with one eye open the other one closed Still trying to get in as less light as possible. The first app that I open is Instagram. Okay? I am a slave to Instagram and I need to do better. But this is the first thing I do. One eye closed, one eye open. Still trying to get as less light as possible in my eyes. I open on Instagram and um, I'm trying to catch up and figure out what's going on with the world and with people that I don't know. Some of them I know, some of them I'm never going to know, some of them I don't even like them, but (laughs) I'll be scrolling and looking and do you know the pages that I see? Beautiful, gorgeous women, beautiful women, hot, gorgeous guys, looking so good, looking so happy, having fun at the beach, I don't know where, in Fiji, the Maldives, Hawaii, and then I'll be scrolling, still with my one eye closed and the other one open. I'll be scrolling. And what do I see? Oh, my bear bought me this beautiful Range Rover. Oh, kisses, baby. I love you. Thank you for this wonderful gift. i would be scrolling. Meantime, I know I have $5.17 in my bank account. But do I stop? No, because I'm just looking, right? Um, And then... I'll be scrolling. I see, oh, some people making nice food. I see somebody laying in bed with their boo nibbling on each other's ears. Me, I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. I'm like, oh, I see all this lovey dovey stuff. I'm like, great. People are living la-, la vida loca. And then there is another spectrum. <laughs> there is another spectrum. I keep scrolling. And then I bump into a post. Women are gold diggers. Don't date women. Don't date black women. Don't look at women over 22. They are grandmas. Oh, gosh. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? That's enough Instagram for this session. Let me go to Facebook. And oh, my God. Facebook. Now, that's a zoo. Not going to lie. But (laughs) I go to Facebook. And what do I see? Okay. Example. The first post I bumped into. Hi, guys. So, my husband slept with the nanny, but I still love him. But because I was mad, I slept with his best friend. And now I'm pregnant. I don't know whose pregnancy this is, but I'm in love with my husband's best friend. Pray for me. Help me. What do I do? Uh, <laughs> guys. This is where I've realized after being on social media for so many years that even though some of the things that we see and we just scroll past when passing through um, on social media, these things do affect us. We may think that they don't, but I'm telling you, at least from my own personal experience, um, I can confidently say that subconsciously, these things stick with us right because like for example with the post about the just the example that i gave about pregnancy with the husband's best friend whatever Um, uh, when you look at something like that oh let me make this about me let's say if i look at something like that and i laugh about it and then maybe i'll go comment and be like you're so dumb play stupid games win stupid prizes blah 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 and then I will think that I'm done with that, right? I'll be like, okay, that was just a little comment that, um, that I wanted to put um, and say. But I have realized that subconsciously that gets stuck with me in a way. So maybe a month or two months later, I will be having a conversation with my boo uh, and then something that he does um or says mirrors or resembles something that i saw on social media a while ago in my mind i'm not lying guys my mind automatically defaults like the default setting is oh my god is he gonna sleep with a nanny what is he doing why is he doing this oh my god that girl said that the husband did this so this is what happened what if this is happening to me and then my mind goes crazy crazy right And as I get older, I am trying, I am a work in progress, but I am trying to really make um, a conscious effort to regulate my, my mental, like my brain and my heart and my soul. And to have a way of navigating social media without taking anything personally or seriously, I cannot do social media 247365 i can't um because for me personally for me it becomes draining and i am a strong advocate for social media breaks i feel that again i can only talk about me i feel that i as a functioning human the attempts that i have to be present just with me without all the other noise like virtually or without i just need to be here with me right now because every time that i i post on social media or i comment or in any kind of interaction that i have on social media for me sometimes feels like you know i'm doing a withdrawal from my energy bank and my emotional bank and to some extent i actually get burnt out i do um So there are times where I'll take a break maybe for a month or two and just, just pose and chill for a second so that I can replenish my, my banks. I don't know how many banks I have, but my, my, my emotional bank, my energy bank, my positivity bank, um, my bank of knowledge, my bank of happiness. And sometimes just need to pause, right? To stand still. And um, I feel like that sometimes does help me a little bit um, in terms of uh, how I move or what I do um, or how I navigate um, social media. Um, It is a problem. And this is what I was saying the other day as well as talking to a friend. I was like, you know, technology has advanced and it is beautiful and it is amazing, but we didn't get a blueprint. Like, we did not get a how-to guide. I have been on social media since its beginning. I started with MySpace and then I joined Facebook. But I've been on social media since its existence. And I don't know. I know that social media is great and it does amazing things. But, man, I wish we had a manual. Like, I need a tutorial, okay? (laughs) I need a tutorial of how to use and manage social media because one thing I know is that social media can break you. Life is hard by itself. Um, Social media just magnifies everything, right? Social media can break you and it can ruin you, right? It is so easy. It is very, very easy to have a crowd mentality, like a group mentality on social media. Some of the things that we say behind our phones, right? Some of the things that we say behind our phones, those are not things that we can say in real life. Sometimes it is hard to have your own mind, to have your own ideas because you want to stick with the trend or because you want to stick with the group or because you want to support a friend, even though you you know that like what your friend is doing or what your friend is saying is unacceptable. I don't know, you want to be supportive and then you'll be like, oh, no, but what you're saying is right when it isn't, when it isn't. Like, what's the protocol? <laughs> what is the criteria? What is the procedure of dealing with social media? It's been around for a long time. And from what I see, I see things actually getting worse, not better, worse. Talking about procedures and protocol and etiquette and whatnot. What is the procedure? like? How do you deal with um, relationships and social media? Because, man, things can get ugly real quick like what's the what's the criteria if i'm in a relationship let's start with relationships and we'll get to marriage um i feel like this is going to be a two-part series next week we're actually going to do a deep dive i'll do a little bit of research this week uh we're going to i'm going to do a deep dive on social media and its effects on platonic friendships so platonic relationships romantic relationships and professional slash business relationships Because I know that all these things can get affected and probably um, some people's lives have been affected by social media, either professionally or romantically or platonically. So this is going to be a two-part series. Today, I'm just going to touch on a few things, but next week we will talk about that. I just need to get some data and do a little bit of research regarding that because I know that... This is a very big topic. There is vast material and data that I want to look at so that when I come, I have a little bit of a, an idea in terms of what I'm talking about. But just to touch on that, what's the protocol? <laughs> what's, what's the criteria? So let's start with relationship, for example. If I'm in a relationship with somebody, what is the social media blueprint? If I'm in a relationship with you, do I have to like all your posts? Do you have to like all my posts? Do I have to comment on everything that you have? Or do we even acknowledge each other on social media? Like, do I need to post you? Do you need to post me? How do we handle that? Right? That's the first question. And second question How do you expect your partner to deal with social media while they're with you? Right? That's another question. I want you guys to tell me this. I really need your feedback because God is still working on me. Uh, Don't judge me, but (laughs) my way of doing things is slightly toxic. So we ain't going to talk about that. But how do you guys deal with that? So that's just being in relationships. And then for married people, you, my married friends, what's the, like, what's the procedure? Do you, I do are you even supposed to be friends with your spouse on social media? That's the first question actually, I should ask about that as well with these uh with the people not with married people who are in relationships Is it mandatory to have your spouse on your social media like should you even be following your spouse or your person right How do you deal with that? And for married people, since you're married, do you have to let the world know that you're married? Do you like each other's posts? Or have you blocked each other? <laughs> or have you blocked each other? <laughs> oh my God. I it's possible. I have a few friends who are married who block their spouses. These guys, these people are... In love <laughs> these people are in love, but they blocked each other on social media. Oh guys, it's crazy and then, for these single people, like how do you portray yourself on social media? I am really curious because I want you guys to let me know. come to my uh, my social media. I have facebook, I have Instagram, and uh, I have Twitter. And all my pages are called trending topics du jour. Please come and let me know. But here is what I'm going to say. I can only speak about me. I have always thought that what you do, really what you do online and on social media, that's going to be there forever, right? It's going to be there forever. So the way you conduct yourself, the way you carry yourself, that's, that's it. Everybody will see it. So, every time you do something or you post something, just have that in mind that your future spouse may see it, your kids most likely are going to see it, your employer may possibly see it. Um, (laughs) You know how Facebook has those memories, uh, those notifications that come up? I think a couple of days ago, I got a memory where I had said something so stupid, so ridiculous. And that was like, maybe from 11 years ago, I had said, Asher, I want to have your babies. Like now I'm ready. Come take me. That was bad. You guys, that was, that's crazy. That was ridiculous. Why did I write that? So embarrassing. That was, ah, that was bad. That's not something, <laughs> that's not something that I can do now, but I'm saying that to say this, we have to be cautious and we have to know that whatever it is that we put out there is going to stay with us forever. Whatever we put out there, whether we like it or not, is out there. And before I go, I want to say this as well. I would strongly suggest that every time we do anything, um let me step with every time we write or post anything anywhere on social media, on the internet, anywhere you're commenting, every time or even in in inboxes and dming people and things like that i want us to have it in the back of our mind that that the world can see that you may think that you're inboxing somebody and then it's just between the two of you no it isn't no it isn't it is not so every time we say something or do something or comment or whatever it is that we do on the internet um I want us to have it in the back of our mind that that there is a strong possibility that the world can see that. So whatever we say, we have to be confident enough and self-assured enough that we can stand on it if it comes out to the world. Don't just be talking crazy, man, on social media. I have seen quite a few... People fail to get jobs that they should have gotten because of some crazy shit that they wrote on uh, social media a while ago, right? I have seen relationships break because of what somebody said to somebody in their DMs, thinking that, um, thinking that nobody else would see that. Every time you write anything on social media, you got to know there is. A strong possibility. I would actually say eighty percent, because with these screenshots and the screen recording and things like that, and then hacking and everything, there is a very strong chance that somebody else is going to say that. And so we just have to be careful, really. One other thing that I want to say, even though it's not related, um, is that everything else that we say, so verbally, um, on phones, even in person or um, voice notes and things like that. Everything that we verbalize and say, we have to be under the assumption that there is a possibility that anybody can hear that. And so we have to be confident enough to stand by what we say, right? Whenever you're talking to somebody over the phone, even in real life, like in person, I would really want us to have it in the back of our minds that we're being recorded, right? So that our actions can align with what we actually mean or do, right? We can be saying some crazy shit to somebody just because we think that it's just just a conversation between the two of us. And then when it comes out, we look dumb and stupid, right? So whatever we say in private, over a phone call, or via text messages, or whatever. This is what I want us to take from this podcast episode today. Whatever it is that we do, we have to be under the assumption that the world can see that. And also, we have to be okay with knowing that even if the world saw what I did, or even if the world heard what I did, I'm good over here because I stand by what I said. Okay. I don't even know why we got here. Um, the conversation took <laughs> took um, a U-turn. And uh, next week, we're going to talk about social media and how it impacts our platonic relationships, our platonic friendships, uh romantic relationships, as well as um professional slash business relationships. I just need to do a little bit of um research regarding that and uh, then we're going to take a little bit of a deep dive because those three are the pillars of uh, our lives in a way you know Uh, i mean your friends those are your support system your friends are your people right and then you have your significant other that falls under romantic relationships and that's a part of you as well. And then you have your bread and butter, um, which is your employer or your business. And so I want us to look into how social media does affect that because I know so many things have gone wrong for quite a few people just because of what um, what happened um, on social media. So I want us to look into the dynamics of that and then uh, we can see how we can, you know, find a way to do better because at the end of the day we all want to do better and we're going to talk about that next sunday i appreciate you guys for listening to me i am available on all the social media platforms (laughs) i just talked about social media but yeah i am available on all social media platforms i can be found on instagram twitter and facebook Uh, my handle is a trending topics du jour and uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm so glad that uh, you listened to our very first episode. I'll see you again next Sunday. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.